You're now tuned in to the Real Money Coach broadcast with host Tony Jackson, author of the book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money. Get ready for winning tips and strategies to effectively manage your finances and learn the key principles of protecting and dominating your money. Now, here's author and host, Tony Jackson. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Real Money Coach show. It is Tuesday night 8 p.m eastern time so you know what time it is it is time for the real money coach show so we want to welcome you to the show what i need you to do is you know what we do on the real money coach show we got to know where you're watching from and we have people normally watching from all over the country we have people watching from africa we have people watching from all over now a lot of y'all don't like to put in the chat i don't know why you're embarrassed to put in the chat but put it in the chat where are you watching from Charles, thank you for being here from California. Charles is a faithful viewer of The Real Money Coach. Charles, thank you for being here. We got Kimberly from Charlotte, North Carolina. Good to have you here, Kimberly. And anybody else out there that is watching, put it into the chat. We got Elder Angela Orr from Fort Worth, Texas. Looking forward to meeting you this coming weekend, Alice Martin watching from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we got we, we got a couple churches in the house tonight. We got First St. John Cathedral. We got um, Mount Carmel Baptist Church folks in here. And we have Von Clement and we have uh, someone watching from Greenville, South Carolina. I believe that is probably Adele Ryan, Lori Fort, thank you for being, or Lori from Fort Worth, Texas, thank you for being here. We know Texas is going to be in the house tonight because we got the bishop, the bishop, the bishop Kenneth Spears is in the house. So we're looking forward to having a great conversation with the bishop. And so y'all come on in and I am going to do this. I'm not going to, Brad Hudson, Brad Hudson from Belmont, North Carolina is in the house as well. So we just thank you all for being here listening. If you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, this is available on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, There's, man, listen, there is about, I don't know, about 10, 12 different podcasting platforms that is available on. Portia Snelling, thank you for being here from Miami, Miami Gardens. Florida have wonderful people down in Miami Gardens, uh, great clients down there. We have Timothy Day is listening in. Timothy, thank you again for being our guest last week, giving us that tax update because y'all got to file your taxes. Y'all got to file your taxes. You got to make sure you do it right. We certainly recommend a professional like Timothy Day and others that are on our team. So we are super, super, super excited about tonight. Without any further ado, I'm going to bring on my co-host. You all know her as Michelle Mitchell from Mitchell's Consulting, all the way from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Tony. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm wonderful tonight. And yourself? I'm doing well. Doing well? Yeah. I am too. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited because I got a I got a big weekend. I'm yes, I know. With, you do. Out with somebody you know. That's right. That's somebody right. You know. Um, so looking forward to spending some time with, I, I always want to say Derek, but we know Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn. I call Derek. him Derek. Yeah, I do too. Derek. You know, 
it's like family. You know, you got these nicknames yeah. and you just keep on calling them. So yes. You know, what's going on in your world? Anything new? Anything exciting happening you want to share with the people tonight? Uh, let's see. The first tax deadline has passed. So yay. Yep. We made it through. Um, we have our financial empowerment roundtable next week, which is exciting. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about goal setting and um, how people, how to not make your goals arbitrary. Ah, okay. Make them mean something. So yeah. that's going to be part of the financial roundtable next week yes. is how to make your goals meaningful, right? Yes. So we know smart goals, right? Smart that's goals right. are you know, simple, yeah. measurable, attainable, and time related. bound. Yeah. Yeah. And relatable and time bound. Relatable and time timetable, right? Yeah. So yeah. that kind of really hewns down on that relatable goals because you know sometimes people have these goals that may be too mm -hmm. lofty or maybe unrealistic. Yeah. Um, yes. And so. Which you do have to have some of that, but the, I, I think that's envisioning. You like having right. the vision, you know, but when you break it down to the smaller goal, I actually attended a workshop today um, about the 12 week year. So ah, that's when I you're going you really, Yeah, I know you're really into the 12 week year. Yes. But you know, as we were talking about goals and, and vision, because see, I, I think there's a difference between the goal and the vision, right? Oh, because absolutely. When, when we talk about goal, that's more, so your goal has to be attainable. Your goal yes. has to be, something. but your vision ought to be so big that it scares you. It should right? be your so vision, big that it scares your, your, your you. Your vision. Need to, you need help in order to make that thing come true. Yeah. You you need some God that's in your right. life to make that vision come true, right? That's you need right. some Holy Ghost in your, in your, in you yes. to make that vision come true. That's, yes. that's the type of vision we're talking about. We're talking about thinking big. Because yes. no one gets excited about anything small. No. Right? So no. you want to think big. And so I, I love that. Thank you for doing that. Let, yeah. let me say this real quick before we take a quick break and, and show your commercial. Um, I am super excited about something that's going on at Mount Carmel Baptist Church. Uh, we are going um, into the Lent season and we are going to be doing the Daniel plan. Yeah. The Daniel plan, not a Daniel fast, but it's a Daniel plan. And the whole purpose of that is to to change your your eating habits. To there's five five areas of focus, right? Mm -hmm. Faith, um, food, which Elisa, my wife, is in charge yes. of the food. So y'all y'all pray for me because <laughs> I can't I can't be you know Lisa don't eat no meat, and I'd be like, well, just right. give me her meat. And so I'm gonna have to change some things. So exactly. gonna, you gotta so change some things. Some faith, food, yeah. fitness, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then we also have uh, friends because they're doing it as a community. So faith, food, fitness, friends, and focus is the okay. five areas from the Daniel plan that we'll be doing. Uh, my Sunday school class in particular will be doing it. And the whole church is really excited about it. We got everything from cooking classes because we want to make sure that people get healthy, right? Yeah. This is a temple that God's yeah. given us and we want to protect that temple. And we have to be and a good steward of what God has already given us. You got to be a good steward. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to yeah. be great. We, people are super, super excited. Um, we had over 200 people attend the, the kickoff meeting. Wow. And so, um, 
And everybody want to know, what can I eat? What can I eat? (laughs) What can I eat? What can I eat? So it's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, Like I said, and I I really, really do believe that we're going to have some testimonies and breakthroughs that come as a result of this. And the challenge, of course, is, you know, when the 40 days is over, that you continue these, these habits. So listen, uh, you have to. Change, right, Brad. I'm already changing, brother. We already changing, but 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 uh, Brad is is it's very conscious of, of what he eats. So uh, so you're gonna have to help me out, Brad. You're gonna have to help me out. So listen, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. I want to introduce to our audience tonight uh, Bishop Kenneth Spears of First Saint John Cathedral Church in Fort Worth, Texas. So let's take a quick break. And we'll be right back. It would take all day to tell you how I need you. It was hard, but now I'm learning how to trust you and to know you more than just my friend. Because friendships sometimes end. It would take all day to show you. to the Real Money Coach Broadcast with author and host, Tony Jackson. And welcome back. I have the pleasure of bringing onto the stage with us uh, a remarkable man. Um, He is in the person of Bishop Kenneth Spears. Um, You've met him in person. I've met him virtually. And I tell you what, when that, when I met him, I mean, we just talked. And, and, you know, there's some people you just resonate with. And and Bishop was one of those. And now I understand why your brother and my friend, um, uh, Vaughn, is so crazy. Because he always talks about his bishop. Yeah. Bishop this, bishop that. I like, yep, okay, yep. bishop this, bishop that. So he's always talking about bishop. But when I met mm-hmm. him, I understood why. Yeah. And, um, and so he has been the pastor. He's answered his call to preaching at the age of 17. 17. So uh, he didn't run like I did. Right. So he answered <laughs> at 17 um, and he went to Bishop College there in Dallas, a, a wonderful seminary there down in, in Texas. And um, just a remarkable, remarkable guy's got the education and the calling, the anointing right. and the education. So uh, we just love that. So without any further ado, let's bring on the pastor of First St. John Cathedral, Bishop Kenneth Spears. Welcome. Good afternoon. That's powerful. (laughs) 
Well, that, that's that's your that's your Oscar standing ovation. Now, I, I know you used to getting them ovations when you get done preaching. They probably be, be standing and falling out and everything else, Bishop. But I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, I, I'm excited, and and I tell you something, I'm really excited about this weekend uh, and yeah. being able to uh, come down and and share with with your folks. And um, man, I, I'm just excited. But before we get into all that. Uh, I yeah. just gave a little snippet of your bio. Would you, would you mind just telling the people who are watching tonight just a little bit more about yourself, or, you know, what you'd like to share? Yeah. Uh, one of the things, let me first say thank you so much, Tony, for being able to share with you. And of course, I know Michelle from other times of worship and uh, so thankful to have this opportunity. You know, one of the blessings is that God has given me uh, the opportunity to pass the three congregations. Mm -hmm. My first mm -hmm. church, of course, was in Texarkana, Texas, and I was there for five years. And I left Texarkana going to Houston. I was in Houston for seven years. And now I'm back home in Fort Worth where I was born, uh, raised, developed, you know, everything concerning my faith. Uh, came from this place, and I've been here at the church now uh, for 28 years. Uh, wow. uh, I'm really excited because next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever, February the 13th, I will have been preaching 43 years. Wow. So wow. I'm really That's excited awesome. about Congratulations. that. Congratulations. You know, but you know, as a pastor, it's been amazing that God has given me the same kind of congregation every single time. There's been no no shift in terms mm. of, you know, there's some pastors who pastor different uh, multiple churches, uh, but they have different personalities in those churches. And all three of the congregations that God has allowed me to pastor all three have had similar personalities. Hmm. If you understand the personality of, of congregations. Mm. And so a part of that, it's been mine as a pastor because I've seen pastors in the pulpit be, uh, you know, abundantly blessed. Uh, and I, I've been blessed myself, but it's always been my prayer uh, that people that that I pastor would live well, that they mm -hmm. wear well, that they eat well, that they drive well, but that they experience the very, very best that life has to offer. And for me, that means uh, the talk, that timing that you will have with us will help us to do a better job at that. And so I'm really looking forward to that kind of fellowship and just the fellowship with you as well. Well, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. And, and, you know, that that really talks about the heart um, of you as a as a as a pastor. Right. You know, a, a pastor's heart. Um, and I, I, I believe that as you talk about those congregations, what what res, what what came in my spirit is that that it flows to the congregation like the oil off of Aaron's beard. And a lot of that has to do with the head because Amen. it will take on your personality. And so right. that tells me that you've been consistent for 43 years <laughs> in your walk. Yes. <laughs> That's and, true. And, and so that that is a reflection of 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 you. 
And as you were talking about wanting the church, wanting the people uh, who is the church in the church to prosper yeah. uh, in their health, uh, prosper yeah. in their wealth and in their walk, that, that says a lot because there's a lot of pastors that, and I've talked to them, they're doing well, mm-hmm. living right. well, driving well, um, yeah. Cadillac, Armani yeah. suits. Mm-hmm. Right, but, right. But the, but the people in the pews, right, barely making it. Yes, and and I've and, never I've never liked that. I've I've, I've always thought that uh, if I'm blessed and I am, then I've got to teach the congregation as a whole how to be blessed as well. And uh, a part of that for me has been driven based upon my prayer life. And uh, if you've ever talked to uh, Vaughn about me, Derek about me, <laughs> he, will tell, he will tell you that my life is a ministry life is driven on prayer. And yeah. I really believe that God is able to make a difference in the life of people. Yes. I, I believe that too. And, yeah. you know, I was just telling, uh, I was telling someone, a pastor the other day, uh, we were having a conversation, uh, someone that, that you know, Michelle, uh, Pastor Lindsey Bell. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and we were having that conversation about Ephesians 3.20. Okay. Exceedingly abundantly more than we can think or ask. Right. And, yes. and we have to believe that. We have to believe that. Mm-hmm. So, so Bishop, tell us, tell, what, what, is your, what is your prayer life like? What is that routine like for you? So um, I, I always tell this story uh, of what happened to me as a little boy and how prayer became a part of my system. Um, my parents would leave me with my great-grandmother quite a bit. And I remember so well um, while spending time with her, she stayed on her knees. You know, she prayed, man, that was a traditional piece. She died at 108 years old. And so one morning, one morning, uh, I'm there at her house and she's praying. And when I wake up, I'm looking for her, you know, because I'm, I'm just a kid, you know, and I'm in this room by myself. And so I hear, I hear this conversation and it's really her praying and talking to God. For me, somewhere in that conversation with her talking to God on her knees, she reached up from where she was, caught a hold of my feet, and began to pray while she talked to God about me. And that became the first, first place in terms of what prayer, prayer was and what God did, I believe, and helping me to be have such a passion for prayer. Uh, my prayer life consists of I'm early in the morning, uh, sometimes at different parts of the night uh, that I spend before the Lord. Uh, I'm consistent uh, in that um, several years ago, I started doing what I call a prayer petition. When you read the word of God in 1 Timothy and the Bible says this, that there are multiple approaches to God in prayer. Mm -hmm. And the first area has to do with 
uh, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of praise, but then prayer as a petition. Mm -hmm. That word leaped at me. I mean, petition. And I began mm -hmm. to do a study of that. And, and God clearly said, he said, you are writing a document, a legal document with mm -hmm. me in terms of your prayer life. And so when I began to do that, man, it was amazing because what happened in my life while I was praying without the petition, I was praying verbally or I praying in my heart. I was never ever able to complete my prayer. Hmm. But I started doing a prayer petition I remember for the very, very first time, I took a deep breath and released because I had finally gotten off of my mind, off of my heart, and out of my spirit what I had been trying to say to God. Mm -hmm. And so that became a part of what the petition is. So I started teaching to the congregation, you gotta pray a prayer petition. And a part of that process, is taking God's word and praying it back to him. Yes. So I'm, I'm writing out my prayer petition. I remind God of what he said. Mm. It's not a, a reminder in terms of as he forgot, but reminding him of what he said uh, in relation to me. To me. Yeah. His word is in relation to me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, and and I can see then then your your belief level goes mm -hmm. up because you know we always talk about it and this this was a this was a human study that was done uh, with Harvard it was the class of like 1950 you may have heard of this and this was the Harvard class of 1950 I believe it was I, don't don't quote me on that and um, when they came back some 40 years later. Uh, that same class, and they asked them how many people, uh, and they, they, you know, people were successful, and how many people had written down their goals mm -hmm. and actually read those goals every day, three times a day. Yes. And the ones yes. who had written their goals and read them three times a day, that 3% that did that had more wealth and were more happy than the other 97% put together. Wow. 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 And, and when you said mm -hmm. it, I was thinking of it this way too, is like, we do a lot. Have you ever heard of an attorney said that they are going to petition the court? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. I'm going to petition the court. I'm gonna, you don't petition the court unless you put it in writing. Right. That's exactly you right. You petition the court and you tell yeah. the court what you want. Yeah, right. The old song said, "Call him up and tell him what you want." <laughs> yes, but you better write it down. Yes, write it down too. That was that was what God said to me. I was writing a legal document. Mm. In my prayer, it became a legal document, and I remember when, uh, as a matter of fact, I have a prayer journal with me now that I put all of my prayers in. And so what I did was I had completed the prayer journal and time had passed and the Holy Spirit said, now go back to the prayer mm -hmm. journal 
and hold it up for God and say to him, everything that I wrote about in terms of my petition, I still need you to do. Mm. And man, God began to move in my life spiritually. You know, he began to move, you know, with the favor of God on my life. And so God said, teach those principles to the congregation. He said, I didn't just bless you financially, uh, but I'm blessing you uh, to follow the precepts and the concept of what the word of God is able to do. And if they'll follow the lead of the pastor, then they will experience very much the same way in terms of whatever success you've had. They'll have that also. Wow. That's powerful. The unfortunate, the unfortunate is that there are a lot of people who are in worship. They're there, but they never really take part in what those principles are. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they never benefit uh, from the preaching or the teaching uh, because they end up leaving church the same way that they came. Mm -hmm. But any person who takes those precepts Man, they'll experience amazing growth and opportunities, elevation, uh, promotions. All those pieces will begin to happen in their life. Wow. You know, I I think it's just so remarkable just because of having that. And I think uh, studies show that if you uh, attend a meeting, and and that could be church, uh, any meeting, and you take notes, Mm -hmm. you will retain 70% more of the information wow. you receive yeah. if you yeah. simply take notes. Yep. And so right. I, I, I even have adopted that in when I teach Sunday school, even though we teach straight from the Bible, is I give them an outline so they can take notes. Yes. Right, right. And, and I think the same thing, Michelle, right? With the yeah. goals is writing them down. Same thing with your goals, yeah. Your, your business plan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, whether you have a plan to get out of debt, you got a plan to raise your credit score, whatever it is. Right. Whatever it is. Write it down. Got to write it down. Petition. That's right. Petition. Yes, sir. Petition. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and then you read it on a regular basis to remind yourself of That's what exactly right. it is that you wanted. Because right. we tend right. to forget, right? Right. And then our so actions the things, can begin to change. Yeah. One of the things that I say to every member and people just that I meet on the street, what is it that you want God to do for you? And I have them mm-hmm. to make a list of 10 things that they need God to do in their life. And in that process, then I say, when God does it, draw a line through it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so that... When you go back to look at that prayer sheet and all of those 10 things have been done by God, turn the paper over and do another 10. Yeah. Yeah. And watch God because what every place he'll begin to move you, move you from that space. Mm -hmm. Uh, The final area that I pray for is for people who are, who are in sales. Mm. Uh, People Mm -hmm. who operate in terms of, as a barbershop, a beauty shop, nail tech, pedicures, massages, real estate, insurance, all of these pieces. And here's what you want to do. Every Monday, you need to either sit in the chair where you work 
or stand behind that chair where you do most of your operation and pray this prayer, God, this week, I need a thousand dollars. Now that could be more than that. It could be less than that, but never ever be afraid to ask God for the amount that you do. And so if by Monday, at the end of Monday, you only received so much of those blessings from God on Tuesday, pray to God about the remaining part. Mm -hmm. I said, but you got to be consistent Mm. in terms of doing it because what happens, people will do it one time and they'll, they'll have a great successful week and they believe that it will just continue. No, keep petitioning God every week yes. for what you need because your, your need changes weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that, that, that we will unpack is that, um, you know, we can't, our actions, and I, I've often mm-hmm. said this, is that your actions have to align up with your anointing. Mm. Uh, and and whatever you're petitioning God for, you can't do the opposite of that. Right. No. Right. So, so you can't, and, and, and I think that part of that process of petitioning, write it down is when I read it, it will also not only be a reminder to God of his word and what he promised, but it'll be a reminder to me Mm -hmm. that I have to be, I have to be acting in such a way that it would make God easy for God to bless me. God can bless me through anything, right? But if I'm praying to get out of debt, I'm petitioning to get out of debt. I make it a whole lot easier for God if I ain't going out charging up that charge card. Right. Not that he can't do it. He can do it. Yeah. Because he can do it exceedingly abundantly, right? But but we want to make sure that our actions are in alignment with Mm -hmm. what we're petitioning God for. And what yeah. happened Amen. when we got out of That's the reason why it's so important for you to. What's that? Saying, that's the reason why it's so important for you to be here. That's why it's so important <laughs> for you to be here this weekend. That's right, Tony Jackson. <laughs> well, I wish I was coming. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So, Bishop, um, we're going to. What, what time did we start on Saturday? On Saturday, we will start at 9 a.m. Central Time. So 9 a.m. Central Time. And we will be located at our second location. All right. And then the uh, financial. Yeah, I was just wondering, what what was the address of that location for anybody that may be listening and not aware? Yes, we that's fifty-eight twenty-five, fifty-eight twenty-five Watauga Road, all in right. Watauga, and Texas. It, and I know it's also on your website. So if you all would just simply Google um, First Saint John Cathedral, it's all there on the website. Oh, there's the flyer. I forgot we had that. There it is, right there. <laughs> so there's the flyer. Uh, yours truly will be there. You all pray uh, for me. Um, and we are going to go with the very intention and we are, are we're petitioning God for breakthrough for many people in terms Amen. of their finances. Um, 
Is there anything, uh, Bishop, that you would like to share um, as it relates to your vision for this weekend as we close the show out? Is there anything, what, what's on your heart to share with the people in terms of expectations coming out of this weekend? Yeah. So one of the areas, Tony, is that we have been in prayer for several weeks. And the prayer came about because of a time that I had with the Lord. And God said to me in prayer, you know, what's your concern? What kind of uh, feeling or what kind of emotion do you have for people who were leaders in the church, but now are physically unable? Mm-hmm. And so, man, I'm pouring out my heart to God and saying what they meant to me, what they mean to me, but what they meant in terms of these 28 years of ministry. And the Lord said to me, don't leave them in this condition. Mm-hmm. He said, don't leave them in the condition of wherever they are physically that has hampered or hindered them from coming to worship. He said, begin to pray for them. That was the first thing. But then the second part was petition the congregation to write down a specific prayer about what they needed God to do and then submit that. And God said, don't pray a corporate prayer in terms of most pastors who pray corporate prayers extend their hands over over the prayer bowl or the prayer container. God said, go inside of the prayer bowl, pull out every petition and hold it up to me. As a shepherd, I'm doing that for the sheep. Mm-hmm. And so what I discovered was there were two or three areas that came up often, no matter how many, between 200, 250, 300, 400 different prayer requests. The first was, I want to be financially free. Mm-hmm. The second was, I wanted to be uh, physically healthy. But then thirdly, I wanted to be fit in a way, a place so that I can retire and be able to enjoy my retirement. And so I'm saying we need a coach to help walk us through that process because I clearly understand from a biblical standpoint, I can provide them uh, with what the Bible says, but if you've got a, 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 a financial coach or even a consultant to talk about those pieces. Sometimes people on the outside will have a greater impact than the pastor who shepherding the people. And so my target is that the house will be jam-packed and that the spirit of the Lord, because I want I want us to figure out how do we shout about money? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how do we... How do we keep our shout when we're shouting and dancing and praising? <laughs> so that when we start talking about money, it won't change our faith level. Right. Our, our, our level of shout, our philosophy of shout, ought not go down when it's time for the tides and off. That it ought to go up a notch or two. We ought, right. to, we ought to be in a position where we are so happy to give. Yes. And because he's blessed us, because mm-hmm. uh, he said he'd give seed to the sower. Yes, sir. Blessed us so that when it's time to give, that's when I shout the most. Yes, right. sir. And, and Tony, I've seen two churches in my lifetime 
Mount Corinth Baptist Church out of Houston. And um, I can't think of the other Harvest Church out of Houston also. Uh, Mount Corinth was pastored by Pastor A. Lewis Patterson and then uh, Dr. I.B. Hilliard, yep. uh, where he serves. I've been in worship when both of those pastors at different times said to the congregation, that's enough money, don't bring any more. Wow. Hmm. That's my goal. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. And and what's so so powerful about that is is you know that when you get to that point that the people have been blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of people a lot I, I I go by the premise that God's people want to tithe, they want to give. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But we just got to help them know how to do it. How to right. get rid yeah. of debt, Michelle? How to, yes. how to do some of these things yes. so that they have the freedom mm-hmm. to give, so that they know. have a vision that their circumstance yes. don't so, dictate no. their future. Your That's circumstance right. shouldn't Your circumstance. dictate. Oh, no, Michelle. Yeah. Michelle, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I sense the shifting in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, there yes. Been, yeah, there's been yes. a shift. There's been and a shift. So, and that's, that's what I love too. Uh, I, I love that we live in a place and we can come on here and talk about the Lord in uh, yes. every situation. Because I, I know, Bishop, I can tell you there's been people I've gone to have appointment with that it had been claimed, it became very clear that I wasn't there to talk about money. But that wow. was the reason, that's the reason they called me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Why I was there. They needed something different. Yeah. And so we just are going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to start my petition tonight. You done done something. You done started something now. <laughs> you done started something now. Uh, so thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Um, and we look forward to, to being with you. And any any last words you want to say as we depart? Yes, just the fact that uh, not only will you be with us on Saturday, uh, but we have combined our worship, our two worship experiences into one. And the oh. worship, will, worship will begin at 9 a.m. And of course, what I'm really excited about is that we'll have a preacher, a believer, a uh, financial coach that would talk to us on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so all of the blessings won't be in Vegas. <laughs> you keep keep your money out of Vegas. Keep your money out of Vegas. We don't have our own version of the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And 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 uh uh elder told me that we're gonna wear our jerseys. I'm like, now nah, you right. gonna right. you have me down there in my jersey. Uh <laughs> so we 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 gonna try to behave. We gonna try to <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, I, I just believe that people will get a lot out of it. And, and, and the one thing, too, I want to mention this is this is not a one time thing. We're going to have it monthly. Uh, I'm not sure That's which correct. Saturday we landed on, but we will do 
one Saturday every month for 2024. That's correct. Uh, and just right. digging even deeper than we'll be able to get in, in an hour or two or two hours on Saturday. And I, I don't know. I, I, I just kind of right. I wish you was preaching. I mean, you. <laughs> so I'm going to have to come back for that. I'm going to come back. I'm, I'm a witness. He can go. I yeah. know he can. Right. I know he can, Michelle. Like, oh, I, I can feel it. I can feel yes. it in this room. Yes. So, you know, I know he can go. So. All right. But we just want to thank everybody. We thank everyone from, from Fort Worth that's watching tonight. Uh, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, the Real Money Coach YouTube channel, please subscribe to that channel uh, as we try to bring the very best in content um, we don't shy away from any topics. We we will tell you about chat GPT and AI and how it relates to black folks and the trauma that we've experienced and everything else. So uh, we're unapologetically for the Lord and unapologetically for our people. And so with that, I'm going to say good night. Bishop, I will see you soon. And you soon. God's will. We will be together this this coming weekend. So everybody, thank you for being here. Um, and it's uh, Tony Jackson or therealmoneycoach.com. All my contact information is there. The Real Money Coach YouTube, subscribe there. And we will see you on this weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. Until next week, same time, same place. We will see you later. We hope you've enjoyed the Real Money Coach broadcast with author and host Tony Jackson. We encourage you to utilize today's strategies and principles to manage your money in the most effective and winning way. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send us an email, TonyJacksonAgency at gmail.com, or you can reach us on all social media platforms. And if you would like a copy of Tony Jackson's book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money, log on to www.thereallmoneycoach.com. TheRealMoneyCoach.com Until next week's empowering broadcast, God bless.